And you can find me on Twitter at FFLarryMonkey. Oh, look who we have here. It's the Mississippi Doughboy. (laughs) (laughs) He likes those fuzzy antlers. And you can find him uh, usually skinning a baby deer on his front lawn at Run DFF. Mr. Justin Rogers. Yo, yo, yo. (laughs) I didn't have a deer to skin this week. Uh, uh, I went uh, over this weekend, so. Uh, you know, just uh, packaging meat from last week is all I had to do. No deer hanging in the front yard right now. That's uh, unfortunate. No deer it's hanging in the front yard. Any brats? Do you have any brats in uh, Mississippi? No, uh, we, I made uh, straight ground. I needed some ground for like tacos, burgers, meatloaf, etc. Hmm. So I just did straight ground. My next deer, I'll do some sausage in there. Ah. Do some some breakfast sausage, like some some like some uh sage breakfast sausage. That's what I like to do with. Well, listen, all I gotta say, I was surrounded by brats this weekend. Lots, yeah, you were. Lots of brats. (laughs) Boy, did they eat a brat! Holy cow! Oh, we stopped at the brat house on the way. There's a big sign that said cheese outside. Wisconsin bound, baby. Pulled off the trip of a lifetime. It was unbelievable. Green Bay Jets. Couldn't ask for a better finish, uh, you know, if I want to jump right to the end. But, um, no, you know, no, tell the story. Tell us tell how your story. trip went. Fly in to Chicago, uh, meeting two other guys. All three of our flights landed perfectly on time, all within 30 minutes of one another. Nice. That's a miracle. A miracle. We got uh, in, a, in a, a car, Toro, which is this cool rental car type of Yeah, I've used chair. it. Great. Like, oh, yeah. There you it, go. You know, I jumped in one of those. And just headed up north to the frozen tundra. I flew into Chicago, drove one mile actually to a weed dispensary, picked up some weed because it's legal in Illinois. And then we made our way to the frozen tundra, stopping off at the Brat House three quarters of the way there. The pizza was delicious in Wisconsin. The wings were terrible, if you must know. Got wings at a few different spots. They Mm. They were oversized and an order came breaded one time and we were there's like, nothing oh. worse than a bad wing either yes it just it's like just so disappointing they were all over just big like like just like over and you know you know you got to cook them you know you know you got to put some effort into them like i referred to an order of wings as bowling alley wings at one point we were in one spot i was like these are bowling alley wings oh man it's very disappointing in the wings department but we did have i did have duck wings which were interesting right outside lambo has a bunch of restaurants attached to it and stuff and hold this whole big extravaganza area pro shop is just like it's like an acre of land that's that's the green bay packers pro shop it's with it's in in lambo field so we get there we go out great time some local bars um drove and then we drove around lambo on saturday you know was able to hit a couple of uh the lambo bars there and take took a lot of pictures you can did not do the Lambo leap. You could, there's like a, a statue of the Lambo leap. You can take photographs and guy we're with, one guy we're with is a Packers fan. So we took pictures of him, but me, uh, me and my, my brother-in-law are Jets fans. And we were just, like, I hope you, I hope you didn't let him take it easy this weekend. I hope you gave it to him hard during the game. Oh man. The game. It was just, we had great seats in the end zone. Oh, it was great, man. The Jets just manhandled them. I mean, and, and I said it going in, they matched up well with the Packers. You know, you put sauce on their number one receiver, which they don't really have one, and shut down the run. That's it. Then 
what else? then that's exactly what they did there's they got nothing out they have nothing else right that's yeah good. yeah and they just they just were just throwing rosters all over the place man it was just uh drubbing i mean of course three three at half which is you know my my biggest pet peeve with the jets is why must we go into the half with three points every time every freaking game but it's because uh, your quarterback is uh Zach Wilson. Uh, no, they got they got it together. Yeah, no, um, and, and and again, I was completely wrong when I was like, Oh, this is gonna, totally gonna be an Elijah Moore game because the Packers have they struggle uh, in the slot. I just figured, you know, stick Elijah Moore in there and just ha- let him just carve up. But yeah, he didn't even get a target. You know, he had so many goose eggs. And I was picking up I was picking up all of these random guys, you know. You know, you have some fun when you go to a game, like uh so I had uh, just I had Degura going in one spot. I had Robert Tanya. I picked up Robert Tanya in my standard crappy redraft league. Well, that and worked out. It totally worked out. It was great. He had like ten. The only thing the Packers did well that uh, yeah. on Sunday was feed Robert Tanya the ball. One share of Tanya, and I'm gonna I'm gonna keep him going in this in this because um, I feel like uh, he's getting healthier and Rodgers has nobody to throw to. So you're going to chase the points. Is that what you're saying? You're going to chase the points. Chase the Tanyan points. You're in for some disappointment. You think? Well, yeah, because he's Robert Tanyan. So there's that. But who else is going to step up and catch passes from Aaron Rodgers? I mean, he even said it after the game. He said he dropped a hint, Rodgers, that – like we need to get we have the wrong personnel in here. <laughs> he didn't come out and say maybe, that, but he maybe actually what he meant word. maybe he what he meant after the game was why are we running this tight end so I can throw him the ball ten times? We have the wrong personnel. Because <laughs> that clearly didn't work for them. Look, the man has twenty seven catches and ten of them came in one game. Mm. I, I'm not. I'm, you can chase that all you want. I'm out. I mean, the, the, there's no one else. What do you want? What would I rather start? Cade Otten. Logan Thomas, Noah Fant. This is like a then it's a touchdown league too. It's just like, you know, it's a half point PPR. Okay, so you're going to chase the one touchdown that uh, Tunyon has scored. I don't really have any other tight ends. I've been kind of <laughs> streaming tight ends this season. So that's fair. That's fair. Should I just jump off Tanyan after a great game? I mean, you got the points from him. It's probably what he's good for. One good game yeah. every five weeks or something. I'm in a similar situation in a in a standard league. And Pat Pat Fryermuth is on the uh, waiver wire. Someone oh. dropped him. But my problem is, I have the number one waiver wire. He ain't it's, worth Fryermuth. Not in a non-premium. I know, right? That's what I'm saying. I can't. I can't do it. No PPR. Just a standard with touchdown. I'm like, I cannot waste the number one waiver priority no on Pat Fryermuth. I have Gerald Everett, which is whatever. That's for yeah. that's for a bad drop. If you if you've held on to it for this long, you just got to. You're still you're holding out for a bad drop. Because you know, uh-huh. or somebody somebody comes out of the woodwork, or something, or a run, you know, like a health, like somebody gets hurt and a running back right. gets opportunity. Yeah. Kind of or thing. running back like that on the same league, I picked up the Indianapolis running back. Are you kidding me? Oh, Deion uh, Jackson. Deion Jackson going. Well, he was good for a week. Oh my gosh! Oh my god! Did he just killing it in this league? The Wisconsin trip was a was a hit. It was perfect. It was like everything happened. Everything was like perfect. Cheese curds. Duck wings, the tailgate, the day of the the, the game, good stuff, man. Nice. And the Jets, you know, the Jets beat their right, ass. right. The Jets. Anyway, let's get to some fantasy discussion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, so we talked about some redraft stuff, and it's week seven. Is it time to panic trade? Are you pan? Are you panicking? You're panicking right now. You're panicking. 
because you're one loss away from from the end of your season. Mm, I'm right? not panicking. I'm not, not panicking. panicking. In fact, in both of my redraft leagues, I think I'm two and four in both. I'm not panicking. Yeah, I'm two and four there. Are you throwing deals around? I made a deal. I made a deal last week right. and got Mark Andrews and Najee Harris or whatever. Sure. That has paid off pretty well. Um, I didn't win two weeks ago. I had a decent week, and then I won this past week. Um, hmm. But I'm not trying to like really shake my roster up. I think the roster is fine. I started 0-5 one year in one league. Hmm. So I, I refuse to do the to hit the panic button. Yeah, I like to panic trade around this time of year. I like to, like just to hammering deals away, just trying to like like Dante Foreman. I'm trying to like get him, you know, because I feel like if they're going to trade CMC, he might be the guy that, that that pops up, get all those touches, pick up where he left off last season. I'll just wait until it happens and then pick him up off the waiver wire because in in a redraft league, ain't nobody got him. In dynasty, do you really? I mean, like. What are you going to pay for Deontay Foreman right now? Um, Would you give a future third for Deontay Foreman? I might give up a third. Eh. Mid to late third. I mean, Chuba Hubbard is his only competition. My wonder is, does CMC get traded with that contract? I know there's rumors that they want to trade him, but do people? does somebody want to actually trade for him? Because it takes two to tango. So what kind of deals are you trying to make in your panicking, your panic mode? Well, no, it's um, my nephew is in a fantasy league. He's in high school, and he's uh-huh. been like, and I did his draft for him over the summer, which is like redraft. Yeah, draft. And I got him chasing Burrow, and um, well, that sucks. Chase hasn't been trash. He's been consistently mediocre. Yeah. I guess I should say, which he has not lived up to his, you know, the draft capital. That's for sure. Right, uh, he had. Of course, I, he blew up the other day against the Saints. Yeah, I drafted Javante for him. And, oh no! Yeah, yeah. It was just um, so he he's got a nice core, but he's just got to make some he's got to make some deals because he's fading yeah. uh, fast. He he traded for Barkley, but he he gave up Kenny Walker before he got hurt, and an, mm-hmm. another running back for Saquon, and yeah, that that backfired. Well, it didn't necessarily backfire. He's got Saquon, who's what is on the, the, on the, on right the it's hard for me to talk positively uh, about the Giants. <laughs> the giant hater. <laughs> That's because they're stealing all the Jets' thunder right now. If the Giants wow. weren't doing so good, everyone would be talking about the Jets. Dude, no, I always, I hate the Giants. It doesn't matter what kind of day it is. <laughs> I just hate them. Yeah. Eckler is RB1 and Saquon is RB2 right now. What to make of the Giants, man? I don't. I can't see how they could be any good. Doesn't make any I, sense. Danny <laughs> times. How many no. times does Danny have left? Let's talk about it. I, I do don't think? know how it works. <laughs> Their schedule is not that hard either. Towards the end of this, you know, after today. I mean, as soon as I see Danny Dimes, I just reject the trade, no matter what. Right. Yeah, I don't want him. He, everyone's been offering me uh, Danny Dimes, and I'm like, how does no one know how much I hate this guy? Uh, it's like it instantly turns me off of whatever the deal is behind Danny Dimes, behind the Danny Dimes part. Yeah, that's my favorite part is when someone sends a trade, and it's like if they even knew anything about me, if they checked my Twitter, <laughs> or whatever, they would know I'm not interested in whatever player they're sending me. Like, oh, dude, I, I have care. You know, I don't want so and so. It's 
or they try to sell me like one of the offers this week was Eckler for Marquise Brown and a 23 first. Hmm. Dude, what are you doing? And this right. is this is the league where I just I have a lot of injuries. I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you about that. Uh, let's see here. I lost Javante. I got Gus Edwards on IR. Um, I got Hollywood out. I had Tua out. I got Carson Wentz out. Um, so you know, I'm struggling with some injuries. I got Michael Thomas out. And I'm still I still scored the most points last week in the league. And still the mm-hmm. high scorer for the season. Like this is the kind of league where I'm not panicking. I'm not gonna like, oh, I gotta start buying players. I'm seven and three, seven and four, maybe. I can't remember. Yeah, I'm seven and four. I got the high points in the league. I don't really need to make a move. You know, you gotta I think context matters in this where you're talking about going back to that panic sell or panic buy thing. I'm not, yeah. I'm not really stressing it yet. I also see people that like they'll have a super high score. Like they've been scoring a lot. Their all play is good, but they have a bad record and they're ready to to pack it in. Like, guys, we're we're less than halfway into the season. Why are you packing it in already? You're like, oh, I'm I'm two and four, but I have the third most points in the league. I'm gonna get I'm gonna start tanking. Wait, 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 why? Why, 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 why? You know, first of all, check and make sure that you don't have a wild card in your uh bylaws to get into the playoffs. Because if you've got a good team and you're just running into bad luck as far as, you know, who you're playing, you're still going to get in on the wild card. That's important. And then second of all, give it a couple more weeks. You might end up four and four and back in the chase. Hmm. When you have a good team. I'm not saying when you have an imposter team that's not great, that's doing well. But when you have a good team, just give it a go. Well, do you know that Danny Dimes is the fourth leading rusher among quarterbacks it's not a lot of but it's not a lot this year is it i mean he's been rushing for 30 yards or so game isn't he no i mean lamar jackson has blown everybody away but the next the next crop of we got Jalen hurts yeah hurts allen murray and uh danny dimes yeah but where's danny dimes justin justin fields uh danny dimes would be the how many rushing yards is what I'm asking? He's got 236 rushing yards. Okay, so he's basically averaging about 40 yards a game. That's pretty good, actually. Yeah, he's doing it. It's almost 40 yards a game. What is the player right after him? Rushing-wise? Uh-huh. Kyler Murray. Is, is right behind him? 233. Oh, yeah, yeah. With the 100 yards he had last and week. And he just had a 100-yard day. Right, right, right. To, maybe, to that, to maybe, we need, maybe we get some more rushing out of Kyler. We need some. If he's going to return to elite, it's going to be through, through you know, on the ground through his legs. What's going on with the Cardinals? Is it Cliff I mean, fucking Kingsbury? What well, is what's going on with the Cardinals? Well, why were they a good offensive team a couple of years ago and now they're not? I don't know. I, I they were a good offensive team last year until Kyler got hurt. Hmm. You know, they were great, but I, I don't know what's going on there except that. Kingsbury hasn't adjusted to the NFL very well. I mean, he didn't run. He didn't even run for a a touchdown, or he didn't throw one either. He only threw for two hundred twenty-two yards last week. That's so weird. Right. Yeah, I would expect to see more. You know, the two seventy, two eighty range with seventy yards rushing would be ideal, and a couple was, touchdowns. He was sacked six times. I mean, maybe with you know, I mean, is DeAndre Hopkins really going to be the savior? Well, let's talk about DeAndre Hopkins since we're here. You let's know. do it. All right. So Hopkins is back. He's he's coming back this week from his suspension. You know, he's probably still on the PDs, but at least he's not caught again. Yeah. 
But all right, so Hopkins is back, but is he really back? Like, is he going to be the Hopkins that we saw two years ago, or is he the guy that is touchdown dependent but really doesn't do much between the 20s like like last year? Right. I'm worried. He hasn't been DeAndre Hopkins in a, in a couple of years, right? Well, he was DeAndre two Hopkins two years ago. Two years I mean, ago. He was yeah. he was great two years ago. I think he finished like wide receiver three or something. Two, two years ago, 115 catches for 1,407 yards and six touchdowns in 2020. That was yeah. a pretty damn good season. That was his first season in Arizona. And he and he and Kyler clicked big time. Um, you know, the only thing I I think he helps in the red zone. So maybe this helps Kyler a little bit with the, the touchdown regression. But at the same time, like, are they gonna move the ball as well? I don't know. Because he doesn't he doesn't have that first step that he used to have. Right. But I don't I think that with Marquise Hollywood Brown gone for four to six weeks that at least we're going to see some continuity in the offense as far as being able to just plug Hopkins in. He's a different kind of player. But Hollywood has been running, working that intermediate game a lot more in the last two years, and that's right. where Hopkins is going to play anyway. You know, he's moved from like a straight deep threat to running the, a full route tree, Hopkins, or uh, Brown has. Any interest in Robbie Anderson? No. Nah, me no. neither. What's it going to take him like three or four weeks to get acclimated to the offense? First of all, second of all, he's just not that good. I haven't cared about Robbie Anderson in a while. Yeah, I never really cared about him. He's he was always been a crappy uh, wide receiver. I won a ship with him a few years ago in a redraft. Yeah, I remember that season. I picked him up in like the last three games. He was killer, and it was great. And I I straight up won a ship. I had some ridiculous running backs, but I had some some wide receiver issues and. Picked him up in a half PPR and he balled out. It was great. I rode his ass to a championship, but that was like a three a three day run. So, do you have any random teams that ha- just happen to have Latavius Murray sitting sitting on the bench? No, I don't have any random teams that have Latavius Murray. I, I picked have up one. Latavius Murray in basically every league last week. I mean, I think I picked him up in. Well, I'll tell you, I'll I'll go to. Uh, I had him on none, no rosters. Entering the season, sponsor. I didn't care about uh, Latavius Murray really, and then I was checking my Warzone roster, and I was like, "There, it's sitting at the bottom." Was Latavius Murray? I was like, "Oh, look at that! I have Latavius Murray. <laughs> That's great. Hopefully, he keeps getting 15. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I have Latavius on eight of eleven dynasty. Wow. Noah Brown is the only one I have more. I have nine, so he's my right. second most rostered player. You get you could dump him now. Yeah. Um, I did dump uh, – I think I dumped him – I can't remember. Or I had him on a – I might have had him on a um, waiver that didn't go through. I might not have bid high enough because it did have him on, on one. Like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. The, these these most owned players, Noah Brown, Latavius Murray, Malcolm Brown, and Greg Dortch. Oof. Yeah, whatever. Man, you're the waiver wire king with those guys. Yeah, those are those – well, and then I got like – Hollywood is six and Brees Hall is five. I, I really went all in on Brees Hall and super stoked about that. Yeah. Is he too. the new uh, RB1? I'd love to believe that. That would be unreal. He's like fresh legs. He's on a, he just catches balls and, oh man, love. And he's on the Jets. Who knew that they could, would ever, ever, ever have the RB1 of fantasy football? Uh, yeah. And I don't know if he is. But he's sure getting the usage. 
He's picking up steam too yeah, with every game. Three, his last three weeks, 17, 18, and 20 carries. Yeah. He's got I don't know who else you'd rather have right now. You know, it's hard to say. Like it it's him and Jonathan Taylor. Hmm. And man, he's doing he's doing his thing. I think if uh, if all goes well. Right now he is RB six at 102 points. Yeah. I mean, it is um, a small sample, but this is what happens with these number with these number one running well, backs. Exactly. That's that's a good point. Is that you know these guys a lot of times get a little bit of a slow start, and then when they pick up steam, it's impossible to stop them. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, they're phasing Michael Carter completely out of the game. So uh, he'll he'll have his he'll have his. They like him, man. Michael Carter will always he he'll be there to vulture every now and again. He'll vulture a touchdown. They like him in the passing game too. So I, I still would hold on to Michael Carter, yeah, and, and in the event of a, of a brief injury, you know he'll be able to step in. Right. You know, there was a question earlier. Someone asked, "Would you rather have Naheem Hines or Michael Carter?" And it's like, I'd rather have Carter easily yeah. because he steps into yeah. a role. If the starter goes down, he steps into a starter role. You know, whereas if JT goes down, we've seen it. Hines just becomes, yeah, you know, the same dude. Basically, he keeps his role. Uh, I'm still starting Carter in deep leagues, though. Why? Because you're trying to lose. Well, no, no, I have to. I have no <laughs> Are you tanking in those leagues? Um, the, I am not. And the six for is- forty-one and one catch for six yards, or the ten for twenty-one and two catches for twelve yards. That's really the nine for fifteen and the two mm-hmm. catches for fourteen yards, or the eleven for thirty-nine mm-hmm. and the one catch for seven yards. Why are you starting him? Yeah, he's, he's got two, two double-digit games he's got a 15 and a, and a 17.8 but uh, yeah i have to start him though that, oh, wait, when did you get 17.8 because i have cam Akers. that's why and jk Dobbins on this team that's oh why. he got 17.8 in that scoring i guess he's, yeah, oh, yeah yeah he has two he has, he has two really nice games in, in yeah his week one he had 17 points in in ppr which is good and, and i'd love to not have to start him but you know there are times when you know especially with bye weeks so yeah, if you need chance. eight points, if you need eight points, he's your dude. He's got more points than Elijah Moore does. That's not hard to say. It's you know hard to beat. <laughs> this is okay. A- Let's um talk about this trade. I have two trade offers right now. Trade cool. offers on the table that involve one of them involves Elijah Moore. Yep. Now it's this is one- by the way, 16 for 203, Elijah Moore. Yes. No touchdowns this year. 16 for 203. Right. So so, with that being said, this is the uh, Dynasty Hogs League, the Angry Sports Couple, Troy's in this one, uh-huh. uh, a couple other cats. It's a 1.75 tight end. I've been, I picked up David and Joko off waivers like, like two years ago. Like, this is an sure. orphan I took over, and he just happened to be floating around on waivers. I grabbed him. Anyway, 1.75 tight end. He's got some so this guy posts, I'm looking for a tight end. And he sends me an offer for Njoku. Mm-hmm. So he proposes me a trade, Albert O, and a 24 second for Njoku. Okay. Uh, and I'm like, uh, so I shoot that down. Yeah, Albert O's worthless. Right. So I sent, so I send him an Njoku for Elijah Moore and a 24 second, which is again terrible. So he That's responds. Whatever. Oh, so then I send him and Njoku for more straight up. And he's like, this. He's like, you're not even meeting me in the middle. Elijah's worth quite a bit more, not interested, unless there's a decent plus on the Njoku side. And, and my argument was Njoku out, has outscored him by 
almost 50 points and then and that's not having watson the watson boost in a few weeks right. and wilson and Moore just eating each other alive i mean what's a lot i mean yeah elijah Moore is great and awesome but is he really going to dominate your fantasy is he going to you know at this point right now who has the most upside right now yeah anybody anybody that is uh still a elijah Moore truther is basically living off the last season i didn't even tell him i was a jets fan i didn't even drop that bomb yet. <laughs> well that's you know like the, the thing about it is this may be one of those evan ingram kind of situations where he was the only dude so he got a lot of a lot of targets a brandon Ayuk situation where he's just not that good you know he's better than what he is this year that's for sure he's not a wide receiver six or whatever the hell he is right now. I don't even know what he is. But right. I don't think he's a wide receiver. He may not even be a wide receiver, too. So when if you're he, not earning a single target on a, on a casual Sunday afternoon in the middle of freaking October, then it's not a great sign. Right. So, so anyways, I, continue on with the negotiations. So, <laughs> Let's hear what you do. So I offer him and Joku in a 23 third for more. And he's like, more has elite talent. And will rise to the top sooner than later. Well, well, whether it is a trade or better QB play, like whatever, whatever year that's going to be. This is where we have left it. I have a, an offer from this guy. Mm-hmm. It's Elijah Moore and a 23 third for David and Joku and a 22 second. Nah, I, I'm not paying up right now. To go from Njoku to Elijah Moore, right? That's, I mean, that's right. Now, I know you're yeah. a Jets fan, but and I know you have a lot of Elijah Moore, but at the right. same time, like, there's some realisticness here. Like, Njoku's going to get a value boost in four or five weeks. You know, right, with, right about the time that that we know that Watson's coming back, he's going to get another value, a value boost. Mm-hmm. And at that point, what do you do? You, you sit there and go, "Oh well, I traded him." For I traded him and a second for Elijah Moore in third. First of all, Elijah Moore may only be worth a second right now. That's the reality of it. Is that yeah, I mean, yeah, he ain't worth a first. No, no way in hell he's worth a first. And here's the thing: I'm the biggest Elijah Moore guy there is, but and I'm not willing to move and joke who who has who has flashed this year with Jacoby Brissett and has Watson, you know, in the on deck circle, ready to take advantage of his right. athleticism. I mean, I know the reputations of both and Joku and Moore are the opposite of what they are, what they are, the yeah. reputations are now or what they're worth. And no now. doubt. I mean, like Moore's was... already bitching on Twitter and, and stuff, or he's dropping yeah. dumb hints. It, look, and Joku is a miss it's... of mine this year. Cause I totally thought that he is what he is. He's, he is what he's been. And that's the that maybe may not be the case. He may just be a pretty solid tight end. You know, he's yeah. he's now the only dude there, not the only guy in the receiving core, which is the big difference from what I was speaking about a minute ago. But he's the only tight end there of of note. So he's right. getting snaps, and when you're getting snaps and you're on the field for for passing downs, you know, good things happen. Yeah. So I declined that. Um, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. And I, I didn't like the the pick swap. If anything. Yeah, it should, should absolutely, should, if anything, be the other way around. <laughs> you said it's a one point seven five. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, if, yeah. I mean, if Njoku is going to be cat, getting these targets, I mean, he just signed a, a massive contract, so yep. they want to yeah. get their he's, money. He's back. locked in with Watson for a few years, and they're not they're not that sharp. I mean, Peoples Jones is a wide receiver too. You know, they could be Whatever. a little stronger in the wide receiver department. So Njoku is that big body in the end zone. Yeah, yeah. So that was that. Well, speaking um, of tight ends, I need to just bite the bullet on this one and just set Dalton Schultz, <laughs> put him down to bed. 
<laughs> Put him out to pasture. This is not his year. It is not. Man, I thought I thought he's gonna be I thought he's gonna be tied in three this year. I thought it was gonna be Kelsey and Andrews and whatever order and then Dalton Schultz and these injuries and this quarterback situation, even with Dak coming back this week, who knows if Schultz can even get back on the field because he tweaks his knee again during warm-ups, which thankfully I had him in sleeper because it gave me the notification because I don't I wouldn't have known that he did not that he was not gonna play. Because he wasn't on the official outs list. He tweaked his uh, tweaked his knee during warmups and was like, "Oh, wait, you're not playing." And that was a late, 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 late scratch. So I got him out of a couple lineups, but uh, my boo thing, Dalton Schultz, not going to be it this year. Nope. Everyone loved that pick in the Scott Fishbowl. Ooh, Schultz was it? Schultz in the fourth or something like that? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I have one more in the same league. Okay. And, and then I made a trade in this league earlier. You okay. want to hear the, the offer? Let's hear the, the offer. We'll talk okay. about some trades later. Let's hear the All offer right. right now. So here you go. 24 first, 23 fourth, or Ramondre Stevens season. Ramondre Stevens season or 24 first? 24 third and a 23 fourth, which a, matters fourth. nothing. Right. Um, is this, this is completely team dependent for me. This I'm is my super rebuild. Yeah, I'm taking the first. And again, I've had Ramondre for, for a while, and yeah. I've been trying to move him. And to, to be able to get a first for a Ramondre Stevens season, yeah, I mean, I you got to remember, he's a running back for the freaking Patriots. You know, right. when have they ever. They churn running backs. Yeah. So you just, I just yeah, can't I trust that New England backfield and to, to potentially get an upgrade. And I'm in a super rebuild. Gives me the 24 first, which would give me. Two twenty-four firsts, and you know what? Entering next year, he's going to be twenty-five. So it's not like he's young either. Yeah, you know, he he's a old second-year player at twenty-four years old. So you know, trying to hold on to a twenty-five-year-old running back, putting together your your rebuild into competitor status, it's too much for me. I I'd rather you know mitigate the risk and just take the first. Because what yep. happens if he blows out a knee? He is completely worthless. If Javante Williams falls out of the top 12, Ramondre Stevenson is going to be like a RB4. Yeah. I mean, he's tearing it up right now. His value is at an all-time high. Yep. Harris is going to come back, I guess, at some point, And then everyone's going to be all about next season. So Yeah. And, you know, when Harris comes back, we'll see if that, you know, how much playing time he gets and how much it affects Ramondre. Ramondre played like 84% of snaps the other day. That's not happening when when Harris is, is back and healthy. That's just not happening. Maybe he plays sixty percent, but that's not the same thing as you know eighty four percent. That's nasty. Yes. So same league. I just accepted that, by the way. So I have a twenty four first now in my arsenal. Yep. Mm-hmm. In my rebuilds, where I shed a player that could be potentially harming my tank, if you will. Sure. You know? Can't those are points I'm not going to get anymore. So. Uh, so I made a trade first thing this morning. Who do you got? C.D. Lamb or the tw- a twenty-three first and a twenty-three third? Ask, no. your, ask your question. Well, we it's in the notes, but where does this first? This could look to this, be? this could be the one hundred and one. Uh huh. This guy. This this is not this person's first. This is sure. another guy's first, that, else's that, first. That he he traded me someone else's first, and I and I go oh. to look at it, and 
this guy is in last place and the point differential between 11th place and 12th place is like 350 points wait he is 350 points worse than the next best team okay so the last the, the first that i just got yeah his points are 529 12th place uh -huh. the 11th place guy which is troy by the way 857 so this is the 101 by a lot right now currently it's the 101 and so i so now now i'm even more intrigued so i go with his team he doesn't have his only his only quarterback well he's got kenny pickett on his taxi squad well, he's got kenny this is okay on his taxi he's got kenny pickett and garrett wilson Okay, well, neither of those guys are helping. This is the guy, yeah, he's if he's keeping Garrett him on Wilson his taxi, helping tanks. he's just helping me by keeping these guys on his taxi. Uh, his his only quarterback in the starting position is Jacob Eason. <laughs> he's got <laughs> oh, Kevin Harris in his running back. He's got Josh Kelly, Justin. He's got what? Justin Jefferson, DJ Moore, and Cedric Wilson. In the this is an orphan next year. That's what I'm just letting you know. He doesn't like, even have the first. And it just gets team. worse. Yeah, it just gets worse. It's got your boy Noah Brown in his like in his super flex spot. You know what? <laughs> Michael Gallup is back. It's Noah Brown's dead. Right. So he's got Henry Ruggs still on his and on his, on his No, team. he doesn't. <laughs> he does. No, he does not. <laughs> he's got Calvin Ridley. If you look Dude, at the screen, screen. I should been, I should share no, no. the screen. This it says is Ridley and Ruggs. <laughs> and this Brian is not Edward. an orphan team. This is not gonna be an orphan team next year. This is this is like an orphan right now. Dad is away at the bar. Mom is put is doing lines in the bathroom, and the baby yeah. is screaming in the, in in the crib. And they're not doing anything to take care of this baby. Did you even this know is, this is bad? Did you even know Michael P. Ryan played for the Dolphins? No, I right know. I, no, no. <laughs> so he's got him on his team. That's that's how I know. I, I could he not have told on. you that. Yeah. So honestly. I mean, this is the one hundred and one. So this dude traded me the one hundred and one for and a third for C. D. Lamb. It's an easy win. Yeah. An easy win because I don't know about everybody else, but I'm not feeling great about CD Lamb right now as a top, you know, a top wide receiver. So it doesn't yeah. look like he's that difference maker that everybody wanted him to be this year. So nice job. So with my team and this 101, I'll I'll have a bottom five sure. pick. Yep. Right now I'm in the tenth place. So it's I'm at the one oh three. Yeah, yeah, keep it there. And you just traded away points. So I so I currently have the 101 and the 104 in this league. Yeah, and you and you just traded away Ramondre yeah, so Stevenson. Yes, just traded away points. So hopefully I can trade away Ramondre Stevenson and CeeDee Lamb. Nice. Hopefully, nice. hopefully I can get get uh less under Troy there. EK Baller is fighting for that 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 top 3, that bottom 3 spot too. <laughs> so You know if yeah, you're going to do it, go all in. Go all in. See how it goes. Yeah, that was my, that was my trade. Traded Gino in the Hot Sauce Listener League after everybody um, crucified me last week. And yeah, I traded yeah. him for a what was it? It was a twenty three fifth, which is a fourth, or and uh, the twenty four third. So I got which like a second, right? So I got a twenty four second, right? Yeah, yeah, twenty four second for Gino, which is what we want. Yeah, I also moved Geno Smith in a league. No, no, no. I, I traded him straight up for a 2024 20, second. I'll talk about some listener league trades since we're in the listener league. You know, Larry moves Geno Smith, but that only happened shortly after Ridley Truther was able to move Geno straight up 
for a 23 third, which is the 23 second, I think, if I remember correctly. Let's see, who did he? Nate bought Gino for a late 2023 third, which is the second. But then we had a series of trades after that. I made a trade, and Larry, you'll, you'll be interested to hear about this. I traded a 2023 third and a 2024 fourth. Now, that is basically a second and a third for Daryl Henderson off of the Cam Akers news. I figured I got enough. I could just go for it and just take take on the risk of Daryl Henderson. I wonder if Cam Akers plays for, for the Rams again this season. There seems to be some real wishy-washiness there with that team and how they're feeling about him. In fact, I grabbed Malcolm Brown all over the place just in case. Because who knows, he might be, he might come off. The, I think he's been on the practice squad, but he might end up getting some snaps. So Daryl Henderson is a cheap buy for me. Daryl Henderson, huh? <laughs> Hendo. I don't know that Cam Akers plays again for them this season. It worries me because they got issues. Right. So you think Henderson's going to be the guy that possibly is he, is he Hendo of last year? Possibly. You know, and if he's Henderson of last year, he's worth the second and a third. Wouldn't he be a bigger sell than a buy, though, you think? No, because that means I get them all season. Hmm. If I'm banking, what I'm banking on is he is the starter the rest of the season. He's a rental. Yeah, but I paid rental prices too. I didn't. I didn't buy. I didn't pay. You know, first, first, first class. You know, on the beach purchase price. Hmm. Got him for a second and a third. Well, a second and a third for Henderson. You wouldn't do that on a contender. I just don't believe in Henderson, you know. Especially when everyone's everyone's saying to fire up your uh, Kyron Williamses and all that kind of nonsense. How'd that work out? Daryl Henderson scored like thirteen points last week. Or something. Henderson's not one. Henderson's not one that I would be like going after. I don't know. Probably like I thought it was a cheap, it. easy buy because people have yeah. been stashing him on their bench, waiting to sell him, and yeah. you know the first chance they get, they're out. And then the other trade in the listener league. This one I'm not too keen on, and it's a, it's another Ridley truther. He sold Hollywood Brown, and he got Jerry Judy. And you know, I'm a Jerry Judy truther. I do like Jerry, but I don't know that I like him enough to move him straight up for Hollywood Brown. Now, what RT said was that he left that trade up since the, you know, at first everybody, everybody was saying it was a season-ending injury. It looks like he threw it out there when he thought that, Marquise Brown was going to be out for the year, and then he never pulled it back once the news came that possibly four weeks from now, Hollywood's back in our lineups. I'm not loving it. I'm not loving it. There's a lot of risk on taking on Jerry Judy, especially for someone who's trying to contend because he's not helping you contend anywhere. What do you think about Judy for Hollywood? Ridley's competing. I mean, he's like Manolo. Yeah, all Manolo did was draft pick. And Jerry Judy is not getting it done either. Yeah. So. And you're uh, going to get Marquise Brown. I mean, he's he would have gotten Marquise Brown for the playoffs. Right. I mean, in four to six weeks, he'd be back. He put it out there when it was thought that he was gone for the season hmm. and forgot to pull it back, as we said. It's like, oh, so Manolo got him. Hey, man, yeah. I don't mind the trade. No, I mean, it's not the end of the world for me. Yeah, it's not the best trade for me if I'm a contender, though. I certainly wouldn't want to be moving from yeah, probably, Hollywood I mean, to Judy. Who's taking Marquise Brown off your hands right now? Only rebuilders. Only. Yeah. Or like an undefeated stud team that can afford to have four or five weeks of no Hollywood. But my problem is in this in this situation, does Jerry Judy help you win? No. 
No. So why trade for him? I mean, Jerry Judy's like Elijah Moore. He just yeah, is not I mean, in the zone. He's not in the in the lane you want him to be in right now. But yet he ha- he had all the the fanfare coming in, right? And it's just not doing it. So therefore, you can't keep that. You can't keep him with the same value. Yeah, and see, like if I'm moving Hollywood because I think he's gone for most or all the season or whatever, I want to get a piece back that's actually going to help me. You know, maybe I have to go to like Tyler Lockett instead. But I'm not. I don't want to get Jerry Judy, who's putting up you know six, seven, eight points. That doesn't do me any good. You know, it's completely well, you, replacement. You you already put Hollywood on your IR. I see in the HQ league. Yeah, yeah. I need roster spots, man. I got to pull. Uh, oh, to pull players yeah. up. Look at you with four quarterbacks now, Jacob Eason. <laughs> yeah, Jacob. Well, PJ Walker is starting, so yeah. you know it is what it is. I I figured whatever. Just throw them on the roster. I don't care. Hey, man, I'm I'm collecting those losses. I want that top five. This is another league where I should have the first and fourth pick HQ league. Oh, do you have Dickies? Oh, yeah, you yeah. do have Dickies. Yep. Yeah. And and based on scoring points four, I should essentially have the fourth pick. And yeah, who are you taking? I mean, I can't wait to start getting into rookies, the 23 class. Can't wait. Well, in your situation, don't you have a couple quarterbacks already? Yeah, that's the thing. I was just thinking about that today. I'm like, man, maybe I just don't just don't I just punt quarterback this year and load up on position players. I think if you want to compete, you can. Let the you other know. let the other guys scoop up the quarterbacks. I mean, you got Herbert and Wilson. I'm not sure make I don't I'm not sure Mayfield starts anywhere next year. Yeah, it's a big two. Yeah. You got two guys. Which in this league, that's what you need. You need two quarterbacks and then go from there. Is Zach Wilson going to actually help you win games? I'm not sure. You know, he's going to have to show something more than. Yeah, but in this format, it's kind of a heavy quarterback uh, points. Like he can get 20 points pretty fairly easily in this. It is pretty. It is because first downs, you get bonus points for first downs. Every player gets bonus points for first downs, but it's easier with a quarterback. Now they're not as much, but still, I mean, yeah, it's pretty generous scoring, but. He's averaging 16 and almost 17 points a game. So it's not terrible by any means. Yeah. You know, whereas let's see, Herbert is averaging 20, almost 23 points a game. And he's not really having a good season. When you look at the Debbie landscape right now, Bijan's kind of like the 101. Yeah, he is. Even, Even in a super flex. Yeah, he's the 101. I am curious in places. I don't have any future 101s in any of my leagues right now. I have a 102, 104 league, but I'm really curious if someone passes up on Bijan for a quarterback. Like, I think it could happen. Like, this, whoever's got the 101 in this league, they have Derek Carr and Daniel Jones and Dak Prescott. So, actually, they may not. They made, they got Dak and Derek Carr. They're not passing up on Bijan, which is fine. Whatever. I wish they would, but I guess Bryce Young and CJ Stroud are kind of the top quarterbacks well then you got hendon hooker in here you know hendon if he hooker. ends up being a first round pick that's a, that's a guy who can you yeah. know be that dual threat dude right. and you got will levis with with six firsts i'll have a shot perhaps i might have a shot at one of those guys maybe at the fourth pick so i go yeah bright. you'll have a shot at one i go Bijan, and then maybe gibbs falls to me at four i go i go Bijan gibbs or i go addison Bijan addison so yeah man there's some some debbie guys that are gonna be popping on popping in the 23 class and i'm excited to get my hands on but i made a trade in that league that we're in this debbie league 
Oh, really? I did. I made a trade, and it's kind of a big boy trade. Huh. It involves, this is a 2.0 tight end premium, 16-team Superflex. Wow, that's, that sounds like a fun draft with a 2.0 tight end and a 16-teamer. And oh. uh, and Debbie. So, and Debbie. 30 Debbie players each year. So it's it's a real deep, when, you, when it comes down to it, it's pretty deep as far as that goes. Because every year we're adding 30 Debbie. So uh, I traded Darren Waller and Miles Sanders. And I'm a definite non-contender. I got... A 2024 second round pick. Now these are these are auction. They they convert to auction. So I got a 2024 late second. I got a 2024 Debbie pick, also auction money because we do a Debbie auction. And I got Kylan Granson and Javante Williams. So I took the swing on you know oh. I moved Javante in one place. I took the swing on Javante, going okay. Well, I don't need the points this year. Let me make my team worse. And try to get a pretty early pick to convert to money. And uh, I, I think Kylan Granson has potential. I wasn't super high on him entering the season, but it feels like he's he's becoming the established guy in that offense. You know, it's three or four targets every week, so it's not like he's getting ten targets or anything. But so, what do you think about that one? I like it. What was what's the crown jewel part piece of it? Darren Waller and Javante Williams yeah. are the two pieces. Miles Sanders is nice. Uh, as far as scoring points this year for that guy. But I think his value is strictly to a contender. And then there's 24 picks or whatever. Because they're, you know, a 2024 Debbie pick means I'm picking a 2025 or 2026 player. Right. At best. So I'll take them simply because I can rack up on some Debbie. And hopefully Ruben keeps running these leagues. And this is DDL3. I know you're in four. This is DDL three, and so as uh, long as he doesn't fold the league, we're, I'm good. Oh, I, I made a trade in that in um, in that league, and this is a yeah, this is an interesting one. I would, let me get your take on it real fast. Okay, who do you got? James Robinson, Miles Sanders, or Najee Harris? Mm. Four, fourteen team league, start thirteen. James mm-hmm. Robinson, Miles Sanders, or Najee Harris? I'll take J. Rob and Miles Sanders. Will you? Yeah. Well, how come? Because Najee Harris scares me. You know, he came into the season with a busted ankle. Yes. He and did. I think it'll be fine next season. Yeah, but he's also old. He's the he's same age as he's he's the youngest out of the other two guys. You're right. He's also a twenty four year old, about to be twenty it'll be twenty five in the in the spring, going into his third season. So does that have to do with anything? That's old as hell. He's one year younger than than Miles Sanders. At least Miles Sanders is showing burst. Oh my you know? god! But J. Rob is you know J. Rob and Sanders. I don't know. I have the Harris side. Yeah, I just wanted well, to get rid of J. Rob, and I wanted to get rid of Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders is uh, on the uh, he's living the the good life right now, and I just feel like he's just going to turn back into Miles Sanders. And J. Rob is scary. Or Miles Sanders is doing what Miles Sanders always does, as long as he stays healthy. Hmm. He's going to get his. Well, there you go. Therein lies the problem. I'm more worried about Miles Sanders' ankles than Najee Harris's. I'd be worried about my, about Najee Harris's feet. Yeah, I think he'll be fine. I think he'll be fine next season. Yeah. And I, you know, why would not? Why do you think he's? You can't. He had a great season last year. He's going to turn into Trent Richardson all he of a sudden. Abs- no, no, no. Well, I hope not. Golly, I know he got the volume. 
That, yeah, that's, that's the problem. Play. And I thought I thought for sure this team would be thrown to the running back because historically Mitch Trubisky had thrown to the running back, and historically the Steelers had had killed running backs with targets. I mean, just pounded them with targets. But right now they are not giving the running back targets at all. Yeah, they're a mess. It's bad. Wide receivers are a mess. I'm trying to trade Chase Claypool. Chase Claypool or Elijah Moore? Um, I'll take I'll take Elijah Moore. I guess. Man, you I'm not big on either of them, though. That's that's like that's like if somebody right. approached me and tried to trade me Elijah Moore, I'd be like, you don't know me clearly, because give me Garrett Wilson. Let's see. The Steelers have 28 running backs to the tight end this year. That is number 24th in the league. 28 targets. 24th in the league. Hmm. That's awful. That's the problem with Najee. It's not. He. He. I don't think anybody expects him to be breaking off big long runs or anything. I mean, for that team to only have 20, 28 targets to the running back position through six games is rough. I'm banking on him to reclaim some of that fire and those other guys. Yeah. I was tired of having him on my team. <laughs> you know what we should do? Speaking of ugly, I think we should flush somebody. That's a great idea. Let's get let's get our toilet in here. I'm excited to flush this latest loser. The toilet is ready to roll. So the John Bosch, well, the Fantasy Cares Eliminators kick off to the Scott Fish Bowl season. Hosted by John Bosch. Best ball. That's Lowest score gets eliminated. Uh, 18 players, right? And the Dynasty Hot Sauce has been sponsoring one of the leagues. And we like to flush our losing participants down the loser toilet and boy do we have a loser this week oh my gosh holy shit oh that's right he's the youngest player in all this okay this guy gets in our eliminator this is uh three years in a row that he yeah yeah yeah. i don't know how old he is now but he was i I know he he might be in his 20s by now i don't know i don't know (laughs) we're still training like a kid (laughs) i just i'm i cannot believe that he Lost to his dad. His dad is still in the mix. Ray Sossler the third. Ray, Ray had a nice. Ray had a nice uh, week last week. Ray Sossler the third. No relation to Thurston Howell the third, right? I don't think so. I would assume no, just because he's the third. <laughs> no, I would. I would. I would probably pass on. No. Well, Ray Sossler the fourth. I mean, that IV. I don't know. Well, he needed an IV after this game. <laughs> he he's got four guys with zero points on his yep. in his lineup, and that's because he's got three guys with negative points in his on his bench. He got John Boshed. Yeah, he did. DK Metcalf <laughs> got negative one point six. Oh. Tyler Higby got negative point eight, and Carson Wentz got negative two point nine nine, so three points under. So meanwhile, he's got three guys in his starting lineup that are on bye. Yeah. You know how you score 28 points in the in the eliminators, Larry? How? You draft guys like Kenny Galladay and Calvin Austin. That's how. Mm. That's how. Yeah, it's a good way to get flushed down the toilet. Yep. And so. then your kicker, Mason Crosby, gets you a point and a half. Ooh. And yeah, that'll do it right there. Because he got one block or he missed. I don't remember. You were you by then you were probably pretty toasted. Uh that though, so the Packers have a chant called like they play like a little jingle like da 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 go pack go go pack go so five minutes left in the game oh no 
the, the, all the fans are leaving. Yeah. Five, five minutes, everyone's out. And I was just, I was having the best time. I was just like, go pack, go get out of here. Get out of your own house. <laughs> like, get out of your house. Go out the door. Go <laughs> down the ramp. Yeah. 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 So RJ Saucer is going to be going down the toilet. Oh, no. The toilet is backed up. Let's get that plunger. Uh-oh. Here right. we go. <laughs> See you later, RJ. See you on the other side. Hope you're holding your nose. No kids allowed. That's what it is. No, no kids, kids allowed. allowed. We gotta get rid of these kids early. He was having a good he was having a decent season up until that point. Look, can I just give a shout out to Bailey Zappi, who currently has 25 points on my on my team? <laughs> That's right. Sure. Bailey Zappi, go ahead. <laughs> Bailey Zappi. Yeah. I have not looked to see who's done what. You know, Gino Smith is over here carrying my team. There's some, there's some, some friends here uh, at the top of the league standings. Well, Stevie D, old Swirly, that's a shock because this team's usually suck. <laughs> you know what? I got Daryl Henderson and Kenneth Walker in this thing. I'm, I'm in business. Let's oh, go. Let's oh, go. Nice. <laughs> so yeah, I'm. Eventually, I'm, I'm, that'll come back. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm in second place. You're in third. And then we go Stevie, old Stevie Treble at Benji underscore three. And then here are good old, uh, old, old buddy Manolo. Still yeah. in the mix. Yeah. So. It's early. You know, it only takes one bad week. So I don't yeah. know. I have not looked to see if I even have a buy situation that's bad. Manolo's team's not too bad, not too shabby. I mean, he's got a few guys that haven't that haven't even played. He's got DeAndre Hopkins coming back. He mm-hmm. he has Gallup. Um, he's got and he's got four defenses. We all know that's the key. Yeah, I mean, I've got I got the uh, Bears, Cardinals, and Dolphins. So they've been putting up points for me. So Atlanta, dude, are they're not getting the first pick? What do you think? No, they're not getting the first pick. They have no <laughs> idea how to freaking tank. Go ahead and get me fired up. What are they? Three, <laughs> Let's do a run DFF rant real fast, and then we'll yeah, we'll sure. Let's up. do a freaking what? run DFF. So yeah, man, who are they gonna get? Will Levis, Herndon, Hendon? What's his name? No, they'll probably fucking roll out Desmond Ritter next year and be like, "Hey, let's let's here's our future." Hendon Hooker in the fourth freaking round or whatever. Desmond Ritter, baby, to the third moon. rounder, third round, yeah, whatever. They're plus ten in the point differential. Who the hell saw the Falcons being five hundred with a plus ten point differential? Not this guy. I sure as hell didn't. Did you think Caleb Huntley was going to get, what, 15 carries last week? Dude, they're running the ball. They got almost twice as many rushing yards as they did last year at this point. Mariota. They're running the ball well. Mariota's right behind Danny Dimes, uh, actually. Right behind Kyler Murray, but. Sure, yep. Right there, um, yeah. But he's running the ball, too. When when are you going to put the young kid in there? I mean, Mariota's not there to make the playoffs. Packers are terrible. Get your fantasy rosters under control because we're heading into – what are we heading into? What did I call it? Panic, panic mode. Yeah, Start to panic, much. baby. So don't forget. Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Hot Sauce Podcast. Yeah. One, two, three, four. Larry Monkey and Justin Rogers talking Dynasty football, baby. <laughs>